2: Welcome to Pizza Quest. I'm Peter Reinhardt, a man on a never-ending search for the perfect pizza. This show is the audio version of the Pizza Talk YouTube series, where I engage in interesting conversations with some of the country's greatest pizza makers and other artisans. Thanks for joining me on this quest. Welcome to Pizza Talk. I'm Peter Reinhardt, and today, I'm very excited to be with Nicole Russell, coming to us from her home kitchen in Queens, New York. In fact, tell me exactly I know you're right on the border between Queens and Brooklyn, right?
3: Yeah, I'm in the Rockaways.
2: Rockaways. Rockaways. Um, yeah. And look at that and that's and that's look at that island. I love that that's that big slab you get to work on. So and, and, and you've got Last Dragon Pizza. It's a unique concept. It's almost like a, a different kind of model, a different business model, and it's getting a lot of traction and somehow that traction got you a trip to Italy or right? you got to travel with the, with the pizza guys, the, all yes. the, the, the Yodis and the gurus of pizza. And now you're one of them, you know? So can you, tell us a little bit about that. What well, does tell us your journey? We'll, 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 we'll talk for a few minutes. Then you can make us one of your signature pizzas.
3: Well, my journey into pizza making was a fluke because, um, basically, um, I was, a, I was always a good bread maker or just a baker in general. And, um, um, I was just baking bread and a lot more frequently in 2013 or so. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, you know, I was affected by hurricane Sandy, as a lot of people may know. And so I lost a lot of, I lost a lot of things and lost everything and stuff like that. And then at the same time, my sister, um, was, we share a home together. Uh we're second generation homeowners here. And, uh, my, my, uh, Sister came home with and told me she had a cancer diagnosis. Oh, boy. So I was, you know, we were living pretty transient lives where, you know, she's in finance, very hardcore, long hours. And I was like in nightlife at the time, or just, you know, just doing a lot of different little things because I was doing freelance. Uh-huh. And I just made a decision to just slow down and spend more time with her to just really see what's going on. And then it was really intense in the house because everything was all over the place. You know, the, the house was crazy, still even a year after, because this is like a year after, um, because you're still renovating the whole bottom. So a lot of stuff had to come up, and so we're yeah. living on top of each other. Yeah. And then um, the, the diagnosis, and then, you know, it got really intense, it, you know, just very heavy. And so what I started to do for fun um, was start to make pizza, because one night I ordered pizza, and I didn't really like it. And I was like, I think I could do better than this.
2: <laughs> Not no. That's how it got you. you. When you go, I can do better than this, That. that's when you know that they've got you.
3: <laughs> yeah, because, you know, there's no sense in sitting down and diagnosed, you know, like, you know, just breaking things down and like, oh, look at this cheese. It's terrible. Oh, look at this sauce. Why did they do that? Oh, you know, like, like that. <laughs> I, said, I said, you know what? I think I could do better. So I just started um, reading uh, online you know, stuff about dough, about pizza dough in particular. Then I started watching videos on pizza dough. And then I just started making dough. And then, so I would just make dough for my sister. Like, you know, we would have a TV night. And I'd be like, when you get home, we're gonna mix, I'm gonna mix a pizza, we're gonna watch TV together. And she's like, you know, it it like brought the spirits up. Like we, we stopped thinking about everything that was going on around us. and just focused on just bonding and having fun and watching TV and binge watching our favorite shows. (laughs) So I um, made a piece of, and she liked it. And she, you know, my sister. If, what you'll, what you'll get to know about my family, is that they are very hard critics. Like they don't let you know that it's good. They're like, oh, it's okay.
2: You, know? <laughs> you got to earn okay. your
3: points. I'll come out like sweating, and how do you like it? They're like, oh, it's okay. You know? <laughs> then one day, my sister was like, she just sat there, she just called me, said, "This is pretty good." I said, "Really?" She That's good, the, right?
2: That's a huge compliment. Yeah.
3: Huge from her. To this, yeah, day, yeah. to this day, she doesn't compliment me still. Like to this day, like I'll make a piece and she was like, this is good. But I, I remember last year you made, I'm like last year, sister, like, I don't know what I made last year. But anyway,
2: it's, it's kind of like your reality check is that yeah, <laughs>
3: very much a reality check. They ground you all the time.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So so your sister's she's still with us then? She,
3: she Oh my sister didn't yeah, thank God. Actually, you wanna know something? She's actually getting chemo right now at Lennox Hill, right now. Um, so she's she survived she's surviving, she's stage four, and she's on daily chemo, but she recently had an upset, so she has to go get chemo as well. No. You know, but it's nothing sad because if you met her, you she's still upbeat, she's still happy, it's just that we have a new kind of normal. I hate that term, new normal, but it is a new normal, yeah. you know
2: what I mean? Well, so. You know, the pizza, at least pizza has brought joy into, into the house. Exactly. But how, so how did this, you know, sort of hobby in a sense, or something you were doing for fun and, and pleasure turn into a little side business or a business, your, actually your main business?
3: Okay. okay. Well, um, basically, uh, the workers were here, and um, the contractor that we had, he owned a house on the block, so he he actually worked on several houses on the block, and so he had people always coming, you know, the workers to come and work. So I got to know them, you know what I mean? And one day, um, one of the workers was in my house doing something electrical work, I think, mm-hmm. and I was just making pizza, and I was just like, "Hey, Louis, you know." I'm going to make pizza. Do you want some? You know? Yeah. He's like, yeah, sure. So that I offered it to him. Right. And then he actually was like, listen, this is the best pizza I've ever had. And I looked at him like he was crazy. I was like, what? So then
2: he, you should, um, say you should have got your sister and said, did you hear what he just said? I know. I know. She
3: heard it, but she doesn't care.
2: She yeah. Does, right. She <laughs> right. She's still going to be hard on you. Yeah. That's
3: right. Yeah. And then, um, he just uh, told a friend and told a friend and came back and, He's really he's really the one that gave me the notion that oh wow I can sell this so yeah
2: so all and of a sudden you're now you've got customers and word of mouth and everything yeah. else and and then how did you end up getting invited to go over to Italy with the team?
3: Well, I didn't actually. Well, what happened with Italy was um, I had just did an article in NP, NPR on Nuvola Nuvola Flower and they Scott had um, Scott from Scott Pista Tours yeah. He um, had introduced them to me and sent me flour, and I went to the expo in 2018, right? So they already knew, like, who I was or whatever, saw me bubbling up, right? Yeah. But then I, when I got the Nubla, I, I, I really love Nubla, still use Nubla flower to this day. And I, they wanted me to compete. And I said, you know what? I'm not going to go to Italy for my first time in Naples and compete. You know, I'm just not going to do that. Like, right. I have to go see what it's like. Yeah, People who do that, God bless them. But I have to go and just scope the scene. Right. So they allowed me to come along just to scope the scene. And it was uh, the most wonderful trip, I think. Man, like, we we're supposed to go back in June this year. And everyone's so down about it. Uh, I know,
2: I know. It's heartbreaking. And But, my God, you got to travel to Italy to Naples with the pizza gods. And and hang out with the with the Italian pizza gods who who of course they believe are higher gods than our gods, but you know
3: <laughs> Yes they do. Yes they do. They could care less. They could care less about American yeah, but,
2: pizza. But, but you but, got this relationship with Caputo Flower using their right. new, new what do you call it? New, Nuvolo flour? That okay, Nuvola. Right? Yeah. the Nuvola. L- yeah.
3: That's really I would say the foundation of how I really got um Orlando Foods and I built a stronger relationship is with the nubala flour, yeah.
2: So Denova, is this dough that you're going to make today? Uh, oh maybe
3: yeah, I, I, I still oh. use nubala because I've tried different ones, Americana. I mean, you know, there's, as you know, there's different ways to make doughs, but I find that the performance at 550 degrees for nubula, yeah. Um, is just so good. I know They worked
2: in a home oven as well. So.
3: Yes, yes. So to well, bring it but, to but, a level where people's expectation of pizza, yeah.
2: you, know, you know what I mean? Right. Well, before you start to make the pizza, maybe and before we run out of time in this segment, just tell me one more thing, and that is, uh, so how, how does the business work now? How do people get pizzas from you?
3: So what happens is um, I, I have a website, so I've always been online. I've always been online. It's still word of mouth, and I have days when I come on and I just say I'm making pizza, and people check the website, and if you catch me, you kind of catch me. But I, for, for years, though, I was consistently like, um friday saturday sunday maybe friday saturday sunday consistent i mean like there were days and weeks where no one came to see me but i was always ready you know and i think that consistency is what really uh Uh catapulted me further because i was always ready and um so usually friday saturday sunday you go online and you just pick a time and and you pick up and then i tell you where to pick it up from
2: so it's kind of like a catch me if you can pop up on yeah. the internet. and, and now, so now, like course, how, how many pizzas a day when you have a, a busy day? What how many are you Well, putting?
3: I used to only do twenty pies a day, but now I like, now when I real heavy day, I would do like 35-40 pies a day. That's a lot
2: of pies out of a home out of the home oven, right? It's a lot of work. Well, you're pushing hard, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
3: all by myself. Well, let,
2: well, let's let's start making one, and we'll keep talking as we make it, and you can tell us a little bit more about the flour and everything. But, but let's get a pizza going so we can get it in the oven, and then okay. we'll take you, and then we'll taste it on the way on the second second. Okay.
3: So this is just some Samola. Okay. And um, got the dough in here.
2: Oh, you've got one already flattened out and ready to go. Huh? Yeah,
3: nice and floured up.
2: Well, how, how far ahead do you make that dough?
3: Uh, it depends. Sometimes I do an 18-hour dough, and sometimes I do three, three, four days. This is like three, four days.
2: Wow, awesome.
3: Yeah. So basically...
2: That looks yeah, like yeah oh, refrigeration.
3: A little... uh, I should say I do a refrigeration
2: too. Yeah, cold cold fermentation. But that looks like a oh. good, good size piece of dough. Is it about a pound or what?
3: This is. I don't do it by pounds. I do it by grams. This I think is four fifty. Four
2: fifty, which 450. is close to a pound of dough. Yeah. Oh
3: yes, yes, yes. It is four hundred is like a, a pound. What's what's a pound four, of
2: is dough? Is it four fifty four or something like that? Oh again? yes, I guess I have, yes. I've already yeah, yeah. In in my head, but but I think I think still thinking pounds and ounces, but I try also to 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 program myself to think in grams a little bit. Yeah.
3: So, yeah.
2: I'm going to calculate that. You said, four, what is it? How many? Uh, 450.
3: How many 450. Four,
2: 450. All right. I'm going yeah, to
3: I make about, about a, I would say anywhere to about a, let's say 14 to 16 inch pie. Yeah.
2: That's just about, just under 16 ounces. So, so that's, a full, that's a good size pie and it's a pretty big pie. Yeah. Yes. yes.
3: Yeah, it's not like Neapolitan.
2: No, no, it's more New York style. It looks like what we yeah. were, what everyone else in the world calls New York style. Anyway. Yeah. This um, is really Nicole style. This is your style.
3: Yeah, because um, you know I'm influenced by a lot of, of pizza um, people and and ideas, you know. But you you definitely still got to make it your own. I'm just putting a little. I like to, you know, I'm a person that likes the crisp yeah so i have a sixty i have about a sixty three i'm sorry I'm talking while i'm doing this i have like a sixty three hydration dough huh so it's not,
2: yeah not too
3: sticky yeah i find sixty three is a sweet spot for me at five fifty degrees. This is just what works for me I couldn't say
2: you know is there, is there besides salt is there any uh uh oil or anything else in that
3: dough oh, there, there, there's some olive oil in here uh-huh. um there's some olive
2: oil in here oh man it always happens. Yeah, People also, call me all the time,
3: brother. Right? Huh? You can still see me, right? It's still me. Do not disturb. But
2: <laughs> all right. So you got the pizza looking good. It's looking good. It's a really fills the peel. Yes. And and which are, tell us uh, by the way what what's the type of pizza you're making? Is this your oh your, so, uh, pie,
3: so this pie I came up so as you, so I'm so you know with with the influence of making pizza I wanted to make a pizza that was like. I do your, mar- your margaritas, I do your, you know, plain cheese, pepperoni, blah, 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 blah. But I wanted to bring a little bit of my heritage into the pizza. Yeah. You know what I mean? um, so this was my, this was my way of, of like how, you know, they brought queen margarita, the Italian pieces with the colors. This is my bringing my colors. The um, for my, I'm born American, but my family's Jamaican. So I'm right. making the message.
2: Yeah. But so the, Jamaican-
3: so the colors is um, gold, black, and green. And we also make jerk chicken. And with the movie *The Last Dragon*, which my pieces are inspired by, the movie *The Last Dragon*, the one of the main character is a jerk. He's a real jerk. <laughs> uh,
2: so it's a double. It's a double play here on the word jerk yeah, chicken. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so I was going to ask you about *Last Dragon*. So that's based on a movie title.
3: Yes. So in the movie, there's a popular scene. So my sister. It's it's really my sister took me to see that movie when I was younger.
2: Yeah.
3: And um, um, she uh. I'm sorry So she took me to see the movie When I was younger And in the movie There's a black family And the father says And he sells pizza And everybody thought He was crazy For opening a pizzeria Because he's like A black family open a pizzeria Like no one right. does that so, so when I started doing pizza A lot of my friends Thought I was crazy too well,
2: <laughs> They're
3: like What are you doing?
2: You're doing well, pizza? It, it, you know it's true It's an interesting point That you make Because we don't see A lot of African American Pizzaiolos In this country right. yet But exactly. I wonder you, if there do, are are you There are some Hold on. Let me just. Okay, the Zoom world, folks. It's real time.
3: Uncle, I got to call you back.
2: <laughs> I love it.
3: Yeah. I'm sorry. He wanna call me right when I'm doing it. Of course.
2: Of course. He's
3: got a new iPhone, so he's like, <laughs> he's like, how do I work this thing? So, yeah. So I, put some, I put some, I'm sorry. So, I put some um, uh, Pecorino on here. In you know, a classic New York style, you know, a pecorino, a little um, oregano on the uh-huh. top. I'm using grande whole milk mozzarella.
2: Oh, okay.
3: Right. And um, I'm going to put some on here. So
2: up to this point, we're really talking about a sort of a, a classic sauce and cheese pizza, with right. now, which is now going to get turned into something else.
3: Right. So um, to represent the colors, I'm gonna put some yellow. Sometimes I use banana peppers or I use bell peppers, but yellow bell peppers, yeah. black olives. and I'm gonna finish off with a green onion on top of the jerk chicken.
2: Uh, well, bef- before you get uh, going, uh, what about that sauce? What kind of? Uh... Gonna,
3: look, we're on the same page. You
2: so Look, gonna... so
3: this is the jerk sauce here. Oh, now a special jerk I sauce. Scratch. So jerk sauce. The, the um, main ingredient is allspice. Um, pimento, the we call pimento, allspice, and um, green onion. It's the main ingredient. Wow! So it's a very like um, I would say like allspice, a combination of like nutmeg. You know the yeah
2: allspices. Yeah, it is. It is like it tastes like four spices in one. Yeah.
3: Right. Right. So that's why I think. Jamaica what about
2: peppers? Can... Are there are there hot peppers in the sauce? Is it a
3: yes? There is a um, Scotch bonnet.
2: Scotch but bonnet. I, I always think Jared, of that sure Yeah, yeah.
3: jerk only use the orange Scotch bonnet, so it's very spicy. Yeah. And then this is the chicken and onion mix. Ah. So this is just some pre-cooked chicken and diced onion mix. <laughs> so you. I'm just going to take the jerk,
2: Posseous put it in there,
3: pleasure. stir it up a little bit. Let that get – so usually I, I would have this marinating a little longer than what I'm doing right now, but I just want to do that to show you how
2: I Yeah, it. no, I'm glad you did because uh, – so typically if you, were, if you would make that – mix it up a little ahead of time, yeah. So by the time you're making the pizzas, it's already had a chance to soak it up a little.
3: Yeah, especially the onions. You know, the onions will get a nice flavor. And then, so what I'm going to do is, so I have some black olives here. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put this jerk chicken on.
2: Uh-huh.
3: All over.
2: While you're doing that, let's go back to the tomato sauce. What kind of, what kind of tomatoes do you use, uh, and, you know, how do you prepare it?
3: Well, I use a whole peel. Uh, I really am a... a a lover of um, child tomatoes, too. I love child tomatoes. Well, that's right. And
2: you've got a relationship with Orlando Foods. And yeah, but
3: it's not them. only, but I have to say, I make this clear, it's not only because they're so great and I love those guys. I really, really love the consistency. I, I got to go to the to- tomato plant with them. Oh, nice. I saw how they made the tomato. And what I realized was, what I what I didn't like with a lot of tomatoes is that I had to add water. Uh-huh. I hated that. I hated that I had to add uh, water. Now some of those tomatoes are good for other pies, like for instance, like a Detroit pie. Like yeah. you have a thicker uh, tomato base, and you have to add water. I think it works. Yeah. But For the kind of pie I make, I like the silky, the silkiness. So it comes out
2: chocolate. of the can just where you want it.
3: Yes, it's so yeah, silky.
2: Yeah. That's <laughs> interesting. So you got to go to the tomato to the tomato plant while you were in Italy on that trip.
3: Yeah, I went to the Buffalo Mozzarella plant too.
2: What? That was like a trip of a lifetime you had.
3: A trip of a lifetime. A trip of a lifetime. I'm so, you know, grace. I'm so, I don't even know the words to put in. And my whole family got to go. You know that, right? Oh,
2: no, no. That's my, very cool.
3: My sister and my mom came with me too.
2: Fantastic. Wow.
3: So it was like a trip that was like down in the books that we'll never forget.
2: That is really, that I call that a trip full of grace.
3: Yes. More than grace. Just, I don't know. I just yeah. I'm so honored to be a part of this pizza family. You know, it's just and it's yeah, of, and,
2: and life changing because look where it's led. I, look what you're doing now
3: Change my life. Change yeah. my life.
2: All right, yeah. so that's so this, that's it. It's ready to go in.
3: Yeah, but look, so you see, it, oh has, it has. So we
2: got the go the black the 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 gold. Uh, and the, gold. I'll, finish, I'll finish with the green. I'll finish with the gotcha all right all right beautiful all right ready to go in the oven you got your oven cranked at 550 Five fifty.
3: Right so I have a convection oven so my just real quick my process is this I use 550 bake normal right and then in the last three minutes I put the top roaster on with convection so I took convection, convection roast at the last minute
2: I got it all right on the stone Uh, In the oven, so it's going to be about five to eight minutes for the bake. And I tell you what, while that's baking, this is probably a great time for us to take a little break. We'll get ready, and when we come back from the break, and and when you rejoin us uh, after the break, come back and we're going to actually see the finished pie. And well, we'll get to vicariously taste it with you. I wish I was there to actually taste it. That jerk chicken looks amazing.
3: You should smell it.
2: I'm sure. And this is uh, when we come back you'll tell us about some of your other pizzas but this is I know one of your most popular. Yeah, this
3: uh, is my sort of, most popular. Yeah. When people yeah. want to see
2: me. This is like when people say what's the one pizza I've got to get if I'm going to get Nicole's it's going to be the
3: church. Last Dragon. Yep. I mean, the right.
2: uh, conference. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. We'll see you in uh, on the other side of the break. All of you please join us on the next segment of Pizza Talk. We're here with Nicole Russell from uh, Last Dragon Pizza. Now we know why it's called Last Dragon and we're about to see her signature jerk chicken pizza. Thanks. We'll be right back with more pizza quest right after this break.
1: This episode is brought to you by Roberta's home of heritage radio network for 10 years. Roberta's was founded in Bushwick in 2008 and has become one of the most iconic restaurants in the country. Stop by the bakery and takeout spot next door for fresh breads, sticky buns, and pizzas to go. And of course, there's the two Michelin-starred Blanca tucked away in the garden for truly daring diners. But Roberta's also extends beyond Bushwick, with multiple locations in New York City and now in Los Angeles. You can also find their frozen pies in grocery stores around the country. The spirit of Roberta's, like Heritage Radio Network, is everywhere. Here's to many more years of pizza-powered radio. Learn more about Roberta's at robertaspizza.com.
2: Have you ever been tempted to, like, go next level up, like, get a, a facility? Of the you know,
3: I, have, I have to kind of admit that I never really wanted a pizzeria.
2: Yeah, right. I know. You kind of stumbled into it. Right. It's All right. Fine. Oh, wow. And then you're going you're gonna to garnish it up and green it. Yeah.
3: So, yeah, so to be honest, I, never, I don't come from a piece of family. You know what I mean? Um, so no one really, you know, everyone has, like, real jobs, real career They say, yeah. they say to me, we have real jobs. I'm like, okay. <laughs> they, <laughs> clearly... don't they don't say that so much anymore, though.
2: Yeah, because they've clearly never been to Pizza Expo, so they don't realize how, right. how what a serious profession this actually is.
3: Yes, yes. So this is how I usually do it. So the Jamaican flag has X's.
2: So the, are those the are scallions, right. scallions,
3: or what is? Yeah, it's green onion scallions. Uh huh. And then I just top it with X's to rec- represent the flag. So we got the gold, we got the green, yeah, and we Beautiful. got like,
2: and the black. And
3: I'd probably give this to my neighbors because I'm all pieced out.
2: This the uh, the flower that you're using the the nubola, uh, that is uh, specially formulated by Caputo, right, to kind of be their version of a American pizza flour. Is that the idea? I
3: think it's like an all-purpose flour because when they rolled it out, they made cakes with it. They made fried pizza with it. They made Neapolitan pizza at 700 degrees with it. They made, you know, so many things with it. So it's very, it's, I think they wanted to be like a versatile flour. Yeah, yeah. And it's not, it's, it's strong, it's strong, but it's not, not so fine. It's not as fine as a zero, zero. It's a one. Yeah,
2: yeah. Which, uh, you know, which it seems like they were very influenced by what was going over here in the United States and wanted to be able to create a flour that performed on these our style of pizzas as well as over there.
3: Yeah, and the thing is for me is that it really performed well for me at five fifty. You know, because that's my struggle—five fifty and drop. Because remember, every time I open the oven, it drops. Yeah. Recovery, the recovery. So I needed a a flour that can have the recovery. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah.
3: And I tried americana before, which was cool. I used to use Pillsbury. That was a really flavor because I really loved the malt in the Pillsbury, so it gave a nice brown coloring to it. So now I just use honey in the dough. And that helps you with the browning. Um, and then um, I used to use Pillsbury. I used All before. That's yeah, a-
2: high gluten. Yeah.
3: Everyone uses that. Um, so yeah, King Arthur. Like it depends on what I'm doing. I will use King Arthur. But my staple, staple, staple is Nuvo. Well, that's great.
2: Cool because, that they, because
3: they're wonderful. It performs for me.
2: It's, it's great that you found one that works for you for the pizza that you have in your mind that meets your needs. It's and, consistent. and when you said the americano, I realized that's the one that Caputo developed to kind of be like the New York style pizza flour. And yeah. and then and then and then when they introduced the Volad, and I saw it for the first time at Pizza Expo, it was really so that you could even make baguettes with that flour exactly. and French breads and get this great open crumb. Let's take a look at a slice and look at the structure on the okay. inside of the uh, of the cornicione. Yes, yeah, so, yeah. So you got that big that big air pocket in there and. Uh, And and what's the texture like when you I know you're not going to take a a bite, which is killing me because I just want to eat a whole half of that pie right now. But but what is the texture like, you know, uh, when someone bites into it and 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 the the, the combination of flavors, are they going to get a blast of heat of spicy heat or what?
3: It's not that spicy because you know I I didn't want to make it where people would be like, "Oh my God, it's too hot." But you do taste the spice. The thing about a Scotch bonnet pepper that I like, um, in comparison to like a habanero, is that it has a tang to it.
2: Yeah.
3: Heat and a tang. Yeah. So when you get that tang with the onions you know, um, I find that the tang and the onions really bring out this great spicy flavor with a tang to it. Yeah. So what yeah. you'll get is on the bite, you'll get like the jerk chicken. And I did it where it's more of like a not so roasted dry, a little moist so you can taste like the moistness. You know, nobody wants a dried up topping pizza. You know what I mean? So
2: yeah,
3: a little moist uh, jerk yeah. seasoning. With the onions and the olives and the peppers and the, the crust is firm, but not, um, you know, not too stiff, but it's firm.
2: Right. It's kind of, it's got, a, it sounds like it's got a nice crackle and crunch and yet yeah. it's a little bit moist and creamy on the inside.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So it's really nope. good. And so, it's, the grande cheese is kind of sharpish a little bit to me but not too sharp, like a sharp provolone, but it's still sharp.
2: And a little acidic yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Well, then I, I like the way it plays off that. And so the reason why I started doing the, uh, what made me think of uh, jerk, too, and also my second um, most pie is a tandoori pie that I do. And my and third it. pie is an Asian barbecue pie that I do. But the thing is, right, why I thought these things would work in, in my little silly mind is that because we work with fire a lot, yeah. So oh, all these meats are like barbecue. All these cuisines from um, all, all these global cuisines are really like barbecue, like a tandoor oven with the fire with the chicken or whatever they put in the tandoor. Oh, but,
2: and barbecue really means, I mean, its original term was to cook over fire.
3: To cook over so, fire. So pizza you know, is cooked with fire, with fire. The meats over the fire, I just thought it would be a good way to just infuse like a little, you know, global, global inspiration and really just... Uh, satisfied the needs of my community. We were in a food desert. Like, I had to drive all the way to Long Beach, which was like two miles, three miles, just to get Indian food. I have to, you know, I'm West Indian, but occasionally if I want a West Indian food, I do have to go look for one if I don't feel like cooking. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean? So I wanted to bring like a melting pot of New York into my signature pies. So you're going to really? have the staples. Yeah. You're going to have the staples. So I have a Philly cheesesteak because we like a good sandwich, but also cheesesteak.
2: Yeah. You know?
3: So I put, like, Philly cheesesteak It's the show enough. This is the Kiss Me Converse, the jerk chicken. (laughs) Then we have the Seventh Heaven, which is the tandoori. And the Asian barbecue is my favorite name. I don't know. Have you ever seen The Last Dragon?
2: I saw it. I never saw the whole film. I saw part of it. I think I was on a plane or something, and I watched it, but I didn't get to see the whole film.
3: Well, there's a part where they're in Chinatown, and the guys dance, and they go, sukiyaki, hot sake soup. Well, anyway. (laughs) My piece, the name of the Asian barbecue is Sukiyaki Hatsaki Soup. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah. After the movie, yeah. So so what goes in your Asian barbecue? Is it it like a a Chinese style or Korean style?
3: It's like like a Korean style. Like, um, uh, um, uh, how do I say? More of a, it's peppery. Mm -hmm. It's honey. It's honey. You know, just like barbecue. Little hoisin sauce in there. Yeah. You know, all stirred up together. Chili.
2: Oof. So basically, but you've got
3: it's heat, it's heat, but it's not crazy heat. Like, oh my god, I can't. You know,
2: I when so in hearing the menu, it's really like uh, uh, Last Dragon really is global pizza. It's like you've got yeah, a global
3: pizza inspired. Kitchen.
2: You should call it the glo- Last Dragon Global Pizza Kitchen.
3: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah.
2: When you're doing glow you're doing global food here. You know?
3: Yeah. I'm interested in a lot of different cuisines, you know, because I, and I can't really choose. And then, I, and then it's so funny, like at certain points, all the cu- cuisines kind of mesh, like you know, down to the bare basics of flatbread. Yeah. Well, you know, pizza is not considered a flatbread, but it's a flatbread. but It's not considered oh, a yeah. flatbread, you know. So you and like what people do all over the world with different flatbreads, and then just pizza just uniquely being just pizza, yeah. And then just incorporating those things that are universal around the world into the pizza, which okay. they do too. You know, but they did it their way, Italians. You
2: know what I mean? I think uh, uh the world is really waking up to this notion that pizza doesn't belong to Italy only. It it belongs to the world. Uh, Dough with something on it that looks like pizza but may be called by other names exists all over the planet. Right. But
3: I give Italians credit, of course. You know, I don't want to sit here and say like, oh, (laughs) no. But I think that um, it's very inspirational of how they even derived with the pizza. And then that—that's just a like, lot. Like you know, everybody had to do what they had to do back in the days. You know what right, I
2: mean?
3: Right. And and bread is a major part of doing what you have to do.
2: And and they and they do it well. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, so uh, you you mentioned that your uh, family's roots go back to Jamaica and West Indies. Do you ever get to go over back to the islands? And do you?
3: Plenty uh, of times. I went there a lot as a child, and um, I you know I go plenty of times. I haven't been in a while. But yeah, I'm very familiar with you but, yeah.
2: but your your cooking influences uh, are very strongly steeped in that culture so did you you oh, cook you know, lot
3: my, of- mom, my mom cooked a lot of diverse menu like um, we, we, ate, we we didn't have like oh let me just say this so in the, in, this' like true for a lot of Italian families too, right Sometimes you go to Italian homes they only eat Italian food period it ain't nothing, no. right? Well, Jamaicans can be like that, too, only eating Jamaican food, period. So my family, a lot of my family, don't even, eat, like, eat pizza because they're like, pizza, you know, because they're Jamaican, right? right? But my mother wasn't like that. My mother made food from everywhere. Oh, nice. Like, so, like we had corned beef and cabbage, like the real one, like the big corned beef sliced it up, the mustard sauce, the cabbage. You know, she, we, every night it was a variety. My mother was very regimented. Like, even though she worked, You know, we had dinner at six o'clock. My Uh father ate, but she would always experiment with different dishes from all over, American food, Jamaican food, you know? So I grew up eating everything.
2: That's good.
3: And then my father was a vegan. So I even, I mean, before vegan was in fashion, he was a vegan. So I grew up eating like Ezekiel bread, like real sprouted grain breads. And you know, I grew up eating that kind of stuff because it was always like a mixture in my house.
2: Interesting. It's very eclectic and very, yeah. much, very much a New York kind of family. Yeah. In this instance, that the world all kind of kind of melts together in New York and are uh, the the big salad bowl of New York. You're, yeah. you're drawing from all those heritages, which is great because now it's showing up. You've got a platform. You've got the pizza as your platform to be able to showcase all these different uh, culinary influences on your life. Which, yeah. so
3: having fun now, like you know. Um, I worked so diligently for so well, – not so long because, I mean, people have worked longer. But for me, just pizza, 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 pizza every single day for, like, five years straight, I would say. This is the first year, last year. It was the first year I slowed down. But now I'm starting to experiment more. There's a lot more that I want to do.
2: Well, that's know? what I was going to ask you before we run out of time because we started to talk about whether or not you would want to go into a, a restaurant format or a bigger operation. And you said you never really were – interested in getting into the pizza business, but where do you see yourself going in the next I
3: years? Eventually, I will have a restaurant down the line, but that's not what I want first. What I want first is two, twofold, because there's me as a chef, and then there's me as my business. So I already sell a frozen pizza product. I ship frozen pizzas nationwide. So I already do that. I, I, I sat down and developed a system in 2016. It took me like almost six months in my spare time to break down the zones from all the different states across the country to figure out how I can ship from here without paying a third party. So I did that in 2016. So I have a a really good shipping portion of my business. So I would like to go into manufacturing more so than anything because I just feel like I could create more jobs, I could create more frozen food opportunities for other people, other businesses, and still have an income for Last Dragon Pizza. So that's first. But for me, I really am developing, still developing my skills, still developing my craft. And I do want to be, you know, uh, a certified piece of Ola one day. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, I hear you. So um, with the frozen pizzas, do you sell it as a frozen unbaked pie or do you bake it first and then they it's rebake?
3: It's part baked. The crust so everything-
2: is baked? But are the toppings baked too?
3: Yeah, like if you get the kiss me Converse, the toppings are
2: baked; they're cooked already. So I will never send like nothing raw. You get when I get it in my and it comes to my house, I just take the frozen pizza and pop it in the oven frozen. There you go. Interesting. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, so where are you making those pizzas? Are You making them right there in that oven?
3: Yeah, right here, and I have a freezer, and I stack them up, and when then I you sleep. <laughs> right, right, right. No, all jokes said, you laughing, but I had to slow down. I yeah. had to. I was doing too much for myself, not that I was doing too much, but for myself, I was doing too much. You know Are what you mean?
2: doing enough business to perhaps rent a, a space in a community kitchen setup where uh, you don't have to- a you
3: can do... I was considering a community, I'm sorry to talk over you.
0: No, that's I, okay.
3: was, I was considering a community kitchen, but the thing is when I went in there, there's so many regulations, like some kitchens, you can't have any meats in there. Dough takes days to process, not like a day, a day, you know, whatever. They bill you by the hour, so the cost it would cost me to make a pizza in Man. a kitchen. It's just the overhead is just too high yeah. for simple baking, whatever the case may be. Then I was like, I went to these walk-in fridges, fridge in the, um, you know, the kitchens, big kitchens, wonderful kitchens, but I don't want my frozen pizza sitting on the shelf next to somebody else's thing, and yeah. I'm not there. I can't see, you know, I just couldn't. I just didn't feel comfortable.
2: Right. So you haven't found the right setup that would allow you to expand. Yeah, that's exactly upgrade.
3: why I would like to do my own. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's exactly why I would it like to. Be,
2: but not as a restaurant, maybe, but just as a production kitchen, a commissary kitchen. Correct. Mm-hmm. Wow, well, it sounds like things are, are percolating. They're going really great, Nicole. If people want to reach you, what's the best way for them to either order from you, a frozen, or if they're local, a fresh, and uh, or to even converse with you? Are you uh, on Instagram, or are you on? Give an email. Yeah. So website? the
3: number one way to reach me is my website www.lastdragonpizza.com That's and all, the social media I stay on the most is Instagram. So follow me there. That's my. I don't really. I'm not a social media person. I'm only on there to do the work I got to do.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but the
3: best, I'm on all of them: Twitter, Facebook, whatever have you. But I'm always on Instagram.
2: So people can can reach you directly through either Instagram or they can write go to your website. Yeah, my website. uh, And so basically, what you want to do, folks, is is keep your eye on this girl here because something's (laughs) happened. She, there's something you came up with something that's uniquely yours. It's bringing you joy. It's wearing you out, (laughs) but it's but it's you're creating some really amazing pieces and. You've got already. You've done something that a lot of pizza operators would love. That which is a relationship with a with a producing company that produces flour and sauces, and they're taking you over to Italy. And you're almost like the ambassador, the goodwill ambassador for that company.
3: Well, I am. I, I, I am an ambassador for women in pizza. I am. They asked me, and I said, sure. I mean, how could I turn down the people that been so gracious to me? I wouldn't turn them down anyway, but. They've done. They're so gracious. I can't even put it into words. I, I really can't. I mean, that trip was a trip of a lifetime. Yeah,
2: honestly. yeah. I, I I wish I could have been a. You I know,
3: cried. I don't it, know if you saw it on my Instagram. There's actually, uh, if you search my Instagram during that time, I cried for like eleven minutes. I was at the, I was sitting behind because I couldn't believe it. Like, um, like a lot of people are, are in my shoes where they're home. They have an idea. They're thinking they want to do something. And then I, I sat there, and I was in Naples, in the tent where they're doing the competition. And in front of me was all my heroes, Pete from Pieces Today, Scott, right there, Tony Gimignani, um, jo, um, John Arena, John Arena. Okay. And I'm sitting right behind them and I'm seeing it, and I, and I just had a moment where I looked, and I was like, I used to search these people online, and I'm sitting yeah. right behind them, and I cried for 11
2: minutes straight. It must I have been almost like an out-of-body experience. You're going, am I really here with these guys, with my heroes? It's pretty cool. And yeah. now people are going to say that about you one day. Going to be going, and
3: hopefully it'll, it'll inspire other people to just take a chance on themselves.
2: Exactly, and that's and that's one of the reasons why we wanted to talk with you, because you know there are people that uh, are you know are just doing it, and there's other people that are doing it, but also have a a, a, a deeper reason for doing it, which is to change people's lives. And <clears throat> thank you for for doing that and for being a role model for the next generation. You're just getting us started, but you're already people are looking up to you as somebody Thanks. you know that they can emulate and follow. So Nicole Russell, thank you so much for being with us on Pizza oh, Talk. Perfect. Thank all and of you.
3: Peter. Peter, you are also one of my idols. I can't believe I'm on your show.
2: Oh, well, thank you. Thank uh, you
3: so much. I used exactly. to see you at Expo, and I used to be scared to come to you. And now, look, I'm just like, I I can't believe I'm doing this. So thank you. I
2: think we got to meet briefly in, in, in Expo. Briefly, like, like how? Yeah, there's so much like, going on. You can't do but, more. Than, but I, this is why I love having this show, because we get to know each other a lot deeper. And the next yeah. time we see each other, we'll be like,
3: oh, wow, like old friends. Yeah. Yeah. And I just want to tell you thank you so much.
2: Well, it's been an honor to be with you today, Nicole, and thank you for for everything. Thank you for uh, you know what you're doing, and congratulations on your growing success. Thank you. Last Dragon Pizza, Nicole Russell. Thank you for being on Pizza Talk and watching us today, and join us on the next episodes. Bye. 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 Pizza Quest is powered by SimpleCast. Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network. driving conversations to make the world a better, fairer, and more delicious place. And we couldn't do it without support from listeners like you. Want to be a part of the food world's most innovative community? Subscribe to the shows you like, tell your friends, and please join the HRN family by becoming a member. Thanks for listening.